Welcome to 2022, everybody. It's so good to have you guys with us in the new year. Oh, uh, we, were, we were chatting in our um, team time this morning uh, about New Year's resolutions. And I think there was a grand total of maybe one and a half that have made resolutions for 2022. I don't know about you guys, uh, but you are, I, I don't know if people still do that anymore. But today, as we step into, as we kick off this new year, year in Prodeo, I just want to talk to you from a passage of Scripture. And um, so I'm going to ask you to, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Isaiah 43, and we're going to be reading from verse 16. This is what the Lord says. Before I carry on, can I ask you, can we read our Bibles differently this year? Any, any wrestling fans? Yeah, come on. Uh, any, any sports fans? Yeah. Now, have you ever seen people um, step out like into a, a boxing match, a wrestling match, a UFC fighting match. Normally, uh, as, as this person, as one of the fighters walk to the ring, they say, they give you kind of like a pedigree of who this person is, right? They tell you how much he weighs, how, you know, what's his score currently, how many wins, how many losses, and, uh, you know, they kind of hype him up and... and and then he steps into the ring. And this is how I read this passage. And I want us to start reading the Bible with new eyes and a new way of thinking. Where, where God actually speaks to us through it. So it goes, this is what the Lord says. And now they're going to, the, the, the writer is going to describe this God. This is who he is. It's he who made a way through the sea a path through the mighty waters. We just sang about that song. Who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there, never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Like a wick. Not John Wick. Like a wick. This is who this God is. This God that I just told you about, this is what he says Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Because you see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Our first message in 2022 I would like to talk to you from this title, Something New. Can we go into this year with this on our minds that God is doing something new? Doing something new in my life, doing something new in my family, doing something new in our church, doing something new in the area where I stay, doing something new in my workplace, doing something new in my kids, in my spouse, that God is doing something new. And, and 
for me, it's not just a feeling, but I believe that it's going to happen. Um, before the year ended, I heard someone said, um, they said this, um, even if next year is just like this year, I won't be. So if, even if 2022 is the same as 2021, I won't be the same. I will change. Something new is happening. And I believe God is going to do something new, but it's also going to require us to take some actions. You see, um, before I get started, can we just pray? So Lord Jesus, I just want to say thank you that you are doing something new in us. We might not perceive it, but we know that you are doing something new. So I pray as we are in 2022 at this moment, do what you do best. Change our hearts, change our minds, grow us, strengthen us, and through your word propel us, Father God. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. We are, this is our fourth month living in our new house. Uh, it's, it's really cool. Hey, for, the, for the first time in two years, um, we don't have an indoor waterfall. It is, it is amazing. I mean, there's not, nothing says New Year like something new. Who got something new this year? Christmas, who got something new for Christmas that is something awesome? Anybody? Come on, guys, interact. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to. Who didn't get something new? I am sorry. Uh, would you like something? Come speak to me afterwards. We will give you something new. Maybe you need a hug. Come on. Who missed hugs this year, this past year? Yeah, I'm a hugger. So, uh, uh, you know, yesterday was so hot. I went to hug my wife and she goes, no, don't touch me. <laughs> Stay away. How many of you guys experienced that yesterday? Man, we, we're getting ready to go to bed and, and everybody's like sitting on the couch and, you know, just relaxing. And Alison goes, no one lays next to me tonight. And I go, what about me? Especially you. <laughs> so, but she fell asleep before me and I crawled into bed and I went, oh. And then I realized she's way hotter than me. <laughs> so, so, so I rolled away. But yes, yes. So we're in the new house. It's great. It's, it's amazing. We, we've got grass. For those who know, we really battled with sand. We couldn't grow grass at our previous place. I mean, it felt like the desert. There was always sand. We had a pool. Um, at the previous place that was only clean for three days in the two years that we lived there because every time we cleaned it, it got dirty because of the sand. At this new house, we don't have a pool. But hey, we got grass. Hey, we got grass. We've got two showers. Um, so I don't have to fall over Barbie dolls, uh, Baku gun, and I don't know what else. I, I mean, I have become a professional dancer uh, because of you, you never see toys in the shower. And then when you step in, not only does the water burn you, but then you're going like you, when you do the Macarena in the shower, I mean, you, you still got the, the gumbo dancing going as well. And uh, so, yeah, new house, 
we got a garage. How many of you guys are always happy for a garage? And with all of this, we got a whole lot of stuff. We've got way too much stuff. And so when we moved into this new house, which is a whole lot smaller than the house we came from, where's the only place that your stuff goes? Into the garage. So we didn't have a garage again. So we had storage space. So we moved everything into the garage. And you know what? I, I didn't like it because um, there was old stuff. There was stuff that we had from the time we moved to Cape Town that we've never used. And we've been living here. This is our fourth year in Cape Town. So, I mean, we've got chairs. We've got everything. I, I don't know whose kid that is that is living there. I, you know, it's just, there's just stuff, man. And, I, and I, I came to this and it dawned on me. And this is the first point that I want to talk about. While I was looking at all this stuff through the December holiday, this is what it dawned on me. It's got to go. There are certain things in our lives that we just can't keep and that it's just got to go. Um, so what we did is we, we sold stuff, we, we gave away stuff, we threw away stuff. And uh, our car actually fits into the garage now. And a lot of us are asking God for something new this year. But we want to hold on to the old. We want to drag the old stuff with us into the new year. Now, I don't know if any of you have this problem, and I can't blame my wife for this, but there are things in our garage that she keeps telling me, why don't you get rid of it? And goes, but I like it. Have any of you guys experienced that? It's like, you've never worn those clothes in years. Your oldest kid is 12. That was the last time you wore it. Yeah, but I love it. It's mine. I've got that same problem. I've got all these um, action figures that I got before I met Alison. And she goes, you, they've been in a box since we got married. It's like, yeah, but it's mine. And, and every house we move to, we drag it along with us, just taking up space. And we do the same in our lives. We move into something new. We are expecting something new, but we drag the old with us all the time. And we have a problem. And I love what Isaiah says Forget the former things in verse 18. Do not dwell on the past. You see, forget about what happened last year. The lows, the disappointments, the craziness, the failures. Forget about it. Don't dwell on those things. What we did last year in 2021 is not going to work in 2022. Because he is doing a new thing we are going to need new habits. You want a new lifestyle? You've got to do a new habit. You want better work ethic? You want to see change in your kids? You want a better relationship with God? What you did last year is probably not going to work this year. We're going to have to change the way we think about life and people. It's all got to go. Sometimes we do certain things just out of necessity. Why? Because that is what we did to cope. It's, it's the way I always did it. So we have to do things differently. We have to deal with our problems differently. 
Let me ask this quickly. How many of you guys like jeans? Anybody like clothes? Hey? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, people, I'm like, anybody, wait, let me rather ask, anybody like long pants? <laughs> long pants. I mean, I arrived at church today and I was, uh, you know, I was so jealous. <laughs> I was so jealous. I mean, um, I'm like two of our guys pitched up in, in shorts and I go, oh my gosh. I wish my wife would let me preach in shorts. That would be so amazing. Um, But this is the thing. When we want to get something new, we got to make space by getting rid of the old. Hey, we can't keep the old because how many of you guys know I've got this cupboard full of my wife's clothes and I can't find my new stuff because all her things are there. And in our lives, we look at it and we go, hey, I want God to do this in my life. But while he's busy doing things in our lives, we've got all this old baggage, all these old ideas, ways, habits, and it clutters everything. How many of you guys have, so, so in our garage with all this clutter, we've always had this idea of cleaning up. Anybody wake up one morning and go, I, I just want to clean something. I don't think there's many, but I felt like that. And then I walked into the garage, and guess what happened? When I saw all of that, I just said, oh, maybe tomorrow. When you see the clutter from the past, it's very hard to make a change because we are so used to what we have. We have grown to live with it. It has become a part of our lives, but guess what? It's got to go. If we want to see change happen in 2022, it's got to go. We can't, we can't think about 2022 and go, the vaccine, the people, life, if we keep thinking about things like we thought about it last year, we will never move forward into what God is doing for us this year. Check this out. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. You don't have to carry around anything old. You are new. Come on. This year in 2022, it is a new year, a new season. We don't have to drag our old habits, our old ways, our old way of thinking with us into a new season. I love my shoes. How many of you guys wear your shoes out and it get more comfortable when they get worn out? But you can't always wear your old shoes. Everybody needs a new pair of shoes. My kids are starting a new grade this year. Guess what? They can't go to school with their old shoes because it doesn't fit. Your problems, your ways of doing things last year is not going to fit you in the new season that God has for you in 2022. You've got to let go. It's got to go you got to get rid of it. And as I was thinking about this whole, it's new, it's new, I came to this realization. It might be new to you, but it's not new to him. Whatever new thing is happening in your life is new to you, but it's not new to God. I want to take a minute and just talk to all my car enthusiasts. Any car enthusiasts here? 
Uh, I've got a friend, uh, I'm sure you guys all know, every year when a new model comes out, you don't have to go and Google it and find out what's new in this model. All you have to do is just buy your friend a cup of coffee and go and sit in front of that garage of that, that dealership, and it's like, hey, that's a new car, and all they say is like, you know what? This is the 2022 model. It can do this. It doesn't come out with indicators, but it does have a cup holder. And you know what? It has tinted wheels, well, windows, uh, tinted wheels and windows and a drop suspension, but they'll give you everything you need to know about it. But can I tell you something? It takes between two to five years to manufacture a car. From the design process, the thought, to when they actually roll it out onto the showroom floor, it can take anything between two to five years because they have to design it. They have to um, source the materials, the, the equipment, and then they have to put it together. Then they have to run through all the safety features and functions and add all these things, and then they get it to patent it. And then it stands there until it needs to be rolled out in the new year. So a car that comes out in 2022 this year was probably conceived, the idea was probably conceived in 2017. And, and, and this is why I say we might walk into 2022 and see a car and go, that's a new car. But to the people that made it, it's not new. Because five years ago, they already started with the concept. And it's the same with our lives and what God has for us. It might be new for us, but it's not new for Him. Check this out, Jeremiah 29, 11. It's one of my all-time favorite um, verses. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. He knows what he wants you to be transformed into. You see, he knows, but he's not going to make every change immediate. So what he does in your life will be new to you, but it's not new to him. What you experience in your life might be new to you, but it's not new to him. What happened in 2021 was not new to him. He knows everything. And as we step into this new year, what is new that he's bringing to you? He's been planning. He's been working. Have you stopped to think that maybe God has been doing something in you rather than something for you? Like in 2021, it's like, Lord, change my situation. Change the people that's around me. I don't like them. Have you ever thought that maybe he was working in you then already to change your character, to change the way you see the world, change the way you love the world? He was working on you in 2020, 2021, but now in 2022, he is doing something new in you so he can do something new through you. We read in Isaiah, do you not perceive it? Perceive means to become aware of something. You know, what God is doing in our lives, we might never see it as what it is. It might not be what we expected, but that's why I say it might be new, but it's not new to him. God is always working. 
But even though God is doing something new in you, even though he's doing something new in me, we need to know that even though God is doing something, it's on me. It's on me. It's on you. It's my responsibility. 2022 can't be the same where we expect things to happen but don't do anything about it. It has to be different. It's up to us, our growth, our relationship with God, our relationship with our kids, everything we have to do. I really didn't like our garage. There was stuff anywhere, everywhere. Oh, we, we still have a cage from our bearded dragon, um, which we're probably never going to use, but we've never thrown it out. And every morning I would wake up and I, was, I would think, hey, maybe Allison will start cleaning today. She probably woke up and thought the same thing. Hey, Milo will probably do something today. But you see, it's on me. If I want to see something change, I've got to take the responsibility. My dad came to visit us um, for a week over Christmas, and he, he pulled up in front of the garage, and he's like, uh, where do I park? I'm like, firstly, your bucky's not going to fit into our garage. It's too small. And secondly, there is no space. He's like, what? So I show him the garage, and he goes, oh, my gosh, you guys got a lot of junk. That's <laughs> he was very polite about it. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, 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 we, we're actually planning on cleaning it up and stuff like that. And then I realized I have one of the world's most excited workers living in my house. So what I did was, I'm like, yeah, you know what? We're going to clean up. We're going to do this. We're going to move things around just so that we can pull in the car. But you see, nothing happened until I asked him, until I motioned that we were going to do it. And, and so we started moving things around the one day, and he was like, you know what? It's okay. Let's, let's call it a day, and we'll start tomorrow. I woke up the next morning, and the garage was done. But you see, it was on me. I had to start it. Even though that he, he was there, I had to ask him. We, we, we have all these things around us, everything at our disposal. God is doing something new in us at this moment. He wants to do something new around us, but it's on us to do something about it. You know, we always talk about gym, you know, it's, it's on me to go to the gym. I went to the gym, I just didn't go in it. <laughs> but you see, it's on me. Everything is on me. Opportunities come our way, but it's our responsibility to act on him, act on them. In, in the book of Joshua, in chapter 3, the Israelites are standing at the point of stepping into what God has told them is going to be theirs years ago. And they're standing at the place where they can actually see what God has promised them. But in between them and the promise 
was the River Jordan. And at this point in time, when we see it in Scripture, when they are standing there, it's not just a river flowing, it's a flooded river. I mean, the rains have come, and all the water has been gushing down here, down, downhill through this, through this river. And I don't know what they might have been thinking. It's like, we're there, so close and yet so far. How do we get across? And they could have had doubts, I don't know. But this is what we read in Joshua chapter 3, verse 2 to 5. It says, after three days, this is as they are standing there by the river Jordan, after three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving orders to the people. When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priests carrying it, you are to move out from your position and follow it. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the ark. Do not go near it. And in verse 5, Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And then they wake up the next morning. And this is what happens. The Ark of the Covenant is carried into the middle of this river, but every step they take, the water disappears. But even though the water disappears, it was still on them to move across. God is going to open stuff miraculously for you. He has done it before, and He will do it again. But it's on us to step into it. It's our responsibility to move forward. And I love what, what, what Joshua says to them before this happens. He goes, consecrate yourselves. This word consecrate means to set yourself apart, get into the presence of God, sit down and just be with Him. We have to create the time. Guys, 2022 is going to be a year where we need to consecrate ourselves. It's up to you to get into God's presence. It's up to you to get, to, to, to get into a habit of praying and chatting to Him. This is not going to be enough. Come on, we made it to 22. Yes! <laughs> but it's going to take more to get us through it. It's going to be on us to achieve things. It's our responsibility there's a guy by the name of James Clear, and he, he wrote this one book, and in the book, he writes this. He says, improvements are temporary until they become a part of who you are. So like going to the gym is temporary until it becomes a habit, becomes a part of you, it becomes part of your breathing. Everything is temporary until it becomes a part of who you are. And then he goes on and he explains it like this. The goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a reader because then it becomes a part of you. The goal is not to learn how to play an instrument. The goal is to become a musician. And can I add, this year in 2022, the goal is not to just come to church. The goal is to be the church. The goal is not to just come and sing. The goal is to become a worshiper. So that we're not just worshiping and singing songs here, but no matter where we are, we're worshiping God. 
No matter whether we are in a problem or on a mountaintop and enjoying life, we're worshiping God. The goal is not to just give 10%. The goal is to become someone who lives a life of generosity. You see, I don't want this year to be the same as next year. But it's on me to make sure that it's different. God has plans for me, but it's up to me to step into it. God has plans for me, but it's on me to make sure that I walk in it. And so can I ask us this year, there are going to be new opportunities, but it's on us to grab hold of them. God is going to be doing something new in every one of us, so it's time to let go of the past. He says, see, I'm doing a new thing. The old is gone, and where there is emptiness and drought in your life, he's filling up and making streams. Can I ask you to close your eyes quickly? And if you are looking for 2022 to be a new year, if you want a new season in your life this year, if you want to step into something new, if you are expecting for something new, can I ask you just to raise your hand? I just want to see who I'm praying for at this moment. If we want something new this year, let's ask God for it. So, Lord, over everybody today, those that are lifting their hands, that are expecting something new I pray just your presence over them. I pray that 2022 will be a year where you are working new things and you're opening our eyes to see it. But it's not going to be the same because you are doing something new. So over everyone, Father God, new season, new opportunities, doors open. I pray new habits over everybody that has lifted their hands, Father God. New habits that, that move them in the direction of what you have in store for us. I bless them with, with the ability to not give up, no matter what is happening, no matter, excuse me, no matter what they see, because we walk by faith, not by sight. We follow by faith. The Israelites stepped over through the Jordan because of faith. And Father, may we follow you and step through things even when we see that it looks impossible. So I just pray your blessing over everybody this year. I pray hope over everybody this year. I pray breakthrough over everybody this year. And I speak life into everyone this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.